That was perfect, bro. I didn't know he cusses in the song. <laughs> That's what I was talking about last week. When, he, when he's like kicking it with Carl and and he's like a Christian and stuff, and he just drops the song and you're like, but, but why? Could it be justified as like an artistic expression? I've heard it. I've heard it said like that Why before. Are you looking at me like I'm the... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking for opinions because yes. let's say even for Bieber. No, Can you justify in any way of him like, yo, it's a passionate song, so I got to use the F word, which I also did not know he's using the I'll F word. I'll justify it. Why? Um, he's going to make a couple million dollars. <laughs> so I'll Very justified. If I get that. So he's chilling? Yeah, he's chilling. And if you got a problem with it... uh Cast the first stone, brother. That's true. And I think uh, I think actually the fact that he came from such a background, you're like, let it slide. Because it's like, at least not all his songs are like that, you know? Earlier, you're dropping songs and like all these guys. Yeah, are, I think Bieber definitely has some, I think, signs or like or evidence of maturity. Like, homie grew up a lot. Homie got married. Homie seems like his point of views are changing. So, homie's definitely growing up. Yeah, he's on his first marriage. <laughs> I mean, things are looking up. So, uh, what's the the only thing I got is uh, what, what's the over under on how long he lasts with the? No, I think I think if he keeps like because what Judah's his boy, uh, Judah's counseling him and kind of oh, pastoring so him. So is Carl. <laughs> <laughs> he had to run from Carl. <laughs> let's talk about Carl. We can, let's finish I, this Bieber conversation and then we could. Well, we could. I guess I guess it's all part of it, but even Carl, I guess for people that don't know and. I don't know. It's I, I, it was pretty big news, I guess, for people, especially that pay attention to that kind of stuff. Is the Carl was released from Hillsong? So, you, who wants to summarize? What happened is uh, Houston, Brian Houston, right? The main posted, pastor yeah, the main of pastor Hillsong. Hillsong posted that hey, posted a long message. Hey, we're releasing or f- letting go. Well, it was a letter to a church to yeah. church members. Yeah, official letter to the church members that hey, we're letting go. Um, Carl, because uh, he's done a great job. Blah, 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 blah. So more, basically, why they let him go is for male f- moral failures. And then a couple of days later, Carl released an Instagram statement or picture saying that the moral favors, moral failures were adultery, adultery, cheating on his wife. Do we That's know how many times? No, but no, but even less with Carl. How do you reconcile? Because we're all, yeah. we got Ruben, Roman here, married dudes, myself. How do you even, how do you reconcile that? How do you bring that up to your wife? Because I'm thinking, you know, from from my selfish and pri- prideful point of view, you know, thinking, you know, this happening to me, how do you move on or forgive? I feel like that would be a very hard thing to do. Let's say for, let's say even Carl, like, okay, whatever, we can't discuss his personal life, whatever, he slipped up. But I'm thinking more from, like, his wife's point of view. Yeah, yeah. How do you get your boy back and be like, yo, let's, you know, let's move on, let's forget it, you know, let's figure it out, let's work it through it. That's freaking hard to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it would, it would depend on each situation. Yeah. It, it, would, it would, I mean, me personally, it would be really hard if, say, do you think do you think wife. girls are more 
willing to forgive their husbands than husbands to forgive their wives? I think I, I think yes. Hot take. Not really hot take, but I think yeah. Because as a guy, that's like, we won't admit it, it, but it hurts way more. You know, for a girl, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it hurts just as much. But they're they have just, like a compassion to them. Yeah, they're just like the better like, hearted. Yeah, guys like, no, you know, what the heck? Screw that. I'm out. And I think that, you know, especially in that situation, I don't know, man. You've been a pastor for like 20 years. You have three, I think he has three kids. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's not like his wife is bad looking and he's been serving faithfully. And all of a sudden, like even that Joe Rogan clip that was sort of going around, they're like, um, where they grilled him. Yeah, where they sort of grilled him. <laughs> and you're like, wait, I mean, I mean, watching it a year ago, you would have been like, you know, that's whack. Yeah. But, but he like sort of saw it. You know, in in the out. in the ether, yeah, and he hey, he knew what he was talking about. Joe Rogan is a prophet, not like so. you know? <laughs> no, because what I was thinking is, even Carl Lentz, like before, homie was doing work. Homie's hanging out with all these NBA dudes and NFL dudes, and you're like, yo, you may disagree with the thing or two with the style that he does it with or whatever, but I'm like, at the end of the day, these ballers are still getting a better advice. Than they would maybe from their like right. loser friend. It's like yo, let's spend this money in a in a club or whatever. They were getting better advice from Carl than they would from you know their loser friend. The so I think Carl was, was used in a very positive way for many of these you know professional yeah. athletes dudes. So yeah. you can't just dismiss him as like a nobody. Like homie did work. Homie I think was genuinely trying to influence these professional ballers mm-hmm. in a positive way including as we played at the beginning let's say Bieber with Judah and Carl yeah yeah like I think at one point I think the, uh, there was a, like a GQ article and mm-hmm. Bieber was like more vulnerable open whatever and he talked about how at some point when he, he was going through like a drug rehab episode Carl like he lived with Carl for like several weeks and Carl just pretty much like sonned him or, yeah. you know, adopted him for a couple of weeks just to help him out. But then again, I'm thinking from like prideful point of view, I'm like, yo, I would adopt Bieber. <laughs> I would adopt Bieber. <laughs> you know, like, yo, like come stay at my house. Well, there's a there's a crazy clip that went around because this was uh, right when he dropped his last album. Um, what was it called? Uh, that the It was it had like a crazy cover, but basically it was when he was doing his stadium tour. And he just finished his first leg. I think he was on his second or even third one. And so homie had to end up canceling the rest of the shows. And that's when all this Christianity stuff slowly started to come out. And so he's kicking it with Carl in New York. He like goes out for a jog. And before you know it, like one girl posts like, hey, I just saw Bieber in the neighborhood. And then they track him. Like, I don't know who saw him. They're running after him. They track him down. And he's like at Carl's house. So he runs inside. And then like, I don't know if it was Carl or, or Justin. They post a video of all these. I remember there, that. There's like hundreds of girls and they're just yeah. singing his songs. And he's like, hey, I'm like trying to get away from all that. But in that moment in New York, I'm pretty sure it was Carl, Carl's house. Yeah, he was at Carl's yeah, house. And so there were just like hundreds of girls just out here chasing him. And I mean, I can't even imagine like one end we're like, dude, that's so sick. Like imagine me and that guy. But on the other, imagine no matter where you are, that fame is just always there. And people, people expect that of you no matter what. No matter how good or bad or crappy your life is, they're just like Bieber, sing to me. That's all I want. Like seduce me and like you know, I'll oh. call it a day. No, I think yeah. the whole whole fame thing. I before I thought people were faking it. Like, oh no, don't follow me with the camera. And I thought it's like they're just faking it. Yeah, but I think oh, they fake it to a point. But even <laughs> the freaking uh, what's his name, um, Barstool homie, what, uh, TikTokers. You're, 
Yeah. TikTokers. Well, what's the Slu Presidente? What's his name? Slu Presidente. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave. Dave, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, and he interviewed the TikTokers. Uh, I think it was what's her name, the chick that he interviewed. I don't know, dude. Yeah, Nessa or whatever. Yeah, it was Nessa. And homegirl's like, I don't know. I have no idea what she, how old she is. Probably like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how she can't live a normal life because she can't go to a restaurant without like paparazzis. And paparazzis, we've seen them. They're like super aggressive and, yeah. you know, annoying. And you're just trying to chill with your homies. And they're like in your face, keep taking camera, like keep taking pictures. That would get, I understand, like, I feel like I understand that, that would get really annoying real quick mm-hmm. when you're trying to wipe. Because I remember she mentioned something like, she didn't go out uh, for to uh, go out of her house for like a month and a half because she was just tired of paparazzis and not be able to just relax. And I feel before I thought it's totally fake, mm-hmm. but I'm like that would be really annoying. You're just trying to like vibe at the restaurant, and you see a whole bunch of like just flashes go off, and you're like, "Yo, can I have a minute to just talk with my friends or whatever? Yeah. Can you guys leave us alone?" That would get really annoying. But I don't even know how we got to here. <laughs> yeah, you just kept going about Bieber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the Carl thing, though, I don't think anybody discredits what he's done or who he is. It just, I think more people are more, like, sad or pissed off or, like, upset that, hey, uh, this guy, I mean, he does have a lot of influences. I mean, almost like a leader. He's one of the leaders of Hillsong. He's a pastor of the church in New York. So, yeah, it's a big deal. It sucks. But, um... I mean, he's not the first guy and probably won't be the last of, like, you know, Christian leader or pastor to say screw up. And that just kind of proves that, for me at least, that, like, power power corrupts if people are not, you know, humble and kind of aware mm-hmm. of the situations they're in and, and who they are as a person that can't really do jack alone, you know. It's, uh, Question. it's sad. It sucks. It sucks. But let's say we're very far away from, let's say, well, Carl, let's say his position and his influence and his... Even celebrity level, can someone do something to guard themselves from, let's say, from falling? Like, what what can they do? Roman, give us advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me lay you in. <laughs> the guy that's been married for a year, bro. Dude, no, because you said that it's kind of I mean, like the power corrupts. But it's yeah, but not everyone. See, but is it possible to be like super influential and let's say super, you know, quote unquote powerful, whatever? Let's say I think influential is a better word, and or yeah, and then to protect yourself from it. Well, I mean, it's possible. A lot of guys, it just it's easier for some. I think there's a lot of factors that play at the you know play play a role. Like I think some say better looking dudes have a harder than not so good looking dudes because <laughs> obviously you know. Women are being like, dang, this, they're going to be attracted to a better looking dude. Think, guys with more authority okay. obviously are going to have more attraction from other Not people. Not being the good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it for you? Is it hard? Question. But wouldn't success change the way a woman pursue, well, the, uh, per, uh, sees a man because of his success? Well, that's say that not so good looking dudes can be kind of better looking now they're successful. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know influential so it's some probabilities higher if you're say better looking you're more well off you got a lot more money obviously a lot of people are gonna a lot more i say opposite sex are gonna be attracted to you and want to you know kind of kind of tempt you but i think a lot of guys kind of hedge different ways against it like they said barriers or even set rules and kind of things and keep have people in their lives that keep them accountable against it 
For example, I just thought of like Mike Pence. How That's he, what I was thinking. I was thinking got, Mike Pence. He, yeah, when he got grilled for never mm-hmm. having dinner with like any other SNL female. SNL, heck of grilled Yeah, him. it's like, dude, the guy, is a, the guy is a legit freaking Christian. He believes what he believes and then like... That's how that's how he does it. I feel like that's that's a way that he kind of resists yeah, from yeah. temptations because you go to dinner. Same thing with Billy Graham. I think he did the similar I think thing. Mark Driscoll. He yeah. said that he never stays in the hotel alone. Anytime he travels, he uh-huh. always bring brings oh, one yeah. of the staff members yeah, with him. Uh, and then he didn't. He's like slip up wasn't with you know with uh, adulteress and he should have kept that kept that same. Uh, should have kept that same kind of kind of habit in the yeah a habit and energy in the treasury office when he was in there. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you know what I mean. His thing wasn't treasury. I think it was more of like aggressiveness. I think that was his big thing. It was no, like I think it was in the finances too. No, no. Well, I think finances is. I think the probably some, a small part. Some of the books that he published, pretty much, it's like a little. Anyway, my joke's still here, bro. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had a joke. <laughs> uh, no, I want to read. I just pulled up while you guys were talking about you were going off and blushing about Bieber and stuff after you played his song. I read a little thing. Uh, roughly 50% of, I don't know how accurate this is. This is from signalscv.com, a research how many yeah, it sounds like a legit, like sounds, incredible yeah, source. sounds legit. It's Google, bro. It's legit. <laughs> roughly 50% of unfaithful partners are still married to get, answer you guys' questions. How many of them, like yeah. how hard is it to stay together? So 50%. Compare this to 76% of those who have remained faithful are actually still married. What? So the ones that didn't cheat, 76% of them, 76% of marriages that no one still, cheated on yeah, are still together yeah. overall. Um, I don't know if this is nationwide or across the whole world. And then um, men who cheated are more likely than their female partners or peers to still be married. So to answer... Well, men who well, cheated guys, are more likely... That their female peers to still be so yes yeah so, so the woman so women yeah. are more forgiving yeah. yeah the homies just bounces if the wife yeah. cheats I guess well I, mean, we're explain, sensitive. I mean, no I don't I I guess I mean statistically we I mean are. if I feel like if a girl bounces then she has a lot more reason to bounce than a dude I feel like a dude just kind of like bounces based on like I feel like because dude's the, ego the, the, gets in the hurt mo- in yeah, the moment for sure, for sure dude, the dude's ego gets yeah. hurt like. What you did? What to me? There's no way we're moving past this type of deal. And a woman's more of like, hey, let's talk about it. Like, how did this happen? You know, like, so <laughs> yeah, I think girls are just more forgiving. They're just better hearted, and guys are just more evil, more animals. I agree. Dang. But back to the Bieber. I think no, Bieber grew up. Back to Bieber, bro. No, he grew up. <laughs> yeah. He grew up. No, I don't think anybody denies it. Yeah, that's dope. But uh, we just started off with the Bieber and Carl Lentz and all, all that you stuff. You just started off with the Bieber and Carl Lentz, bro. Uh, well, because of the song. Yeah, but you went on like a 20-minute <laughs> tangent. Bro. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> right now, we're, good, re- we're recording this Sunday night. It's been how many days since Election Day? Five days? Yeah, I don't know. What's five the days. date? Tuesday. Seventh? So Tuesday. Tuesday, Thursday, Eight? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five days. Five days. So it's been five days. A week since uh, we recorded. 
Biden celebrated his did his on Saturday night. Yesterday he did his whole big speech. It was actually a, a pretty good speech. It's pretty good. Pretty speech. inspirational speech. Thank, homie, you have to update me. I didn't. Homie's not you. a sleepy Biden as <laughs> the media made us think too yeah. that he is. Well, I actually uh, before you keep going, I actually caught on to that the first and second debate that they had because yeah. I was like, hey, homie. I mean, he like fumbles a little bit, but he's not like as bad as those clips portrayed. Se- sec- second debate was pretty bad. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Did you guys know he has a? I I kind of had the epiphany that you two had from this debate, or maybe you had it earlier about Biden when he had. There was like a video posted on Twitter or somewhere of his um people like asking him questions from Twitter or like people sending in questions, and he would just answer random questions. And when he was like answering stuff, he answered them like normal dude. Like he right. did, he but had that, he but, still had like a stuttering problem. But I was like, dude, this guy's fine. This guy's chill. He's just. But then the media, but there were some like clips when he would he would be on on like late shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. That apparently all those questions were pre-scripted, so oh. he would read the question and and he would read the answers <laughs> up over the screen. Oh, dang. So apparently, so then again, right now I'm confused. Is was he that bad or media just manipulated stuff to make us think that this homie is gone out of this world? I mean, he would have some pretty bad slip ups, uh, slip ups as far as speech. But it seems like he's, you know, he has, um, unless they, you know, shoot him up with some good enough energy where he can like last for like an hour long speech. Well, doesn't doesn't he have a, a, a stuttering problem? Speech and pet, pet no. So he has a big. Uh, he used to have like a big stuttering problem, okay. and he worked on that. And so, I, I guess they learned how to work with that. But with Biden, so again, it's Sunday. It's been five yeah. days. Saturday, he celebrated, you know, a big victory day. Trump's not, not giving a up. Victory yet, but yeah, Trump is not giving up because what December, I think, eighteenth. Can you double check? Can you pull it up? I don't know, but it's it's Jamie, pull it up. Jamie, pull Jamie, it up. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it's official. The electorals vote. Yeah, for you know, this is the electoral votes that the press president actually got. Question. Is he still going to get it? Or is Trump going to has a chance to get a W with all of this? Um, December 14th, 220 electorals vote in their states. Monday after the second Wednesday in December of presidential election, years is set as the date which the electorals electors meet and vote in 2020. So technically right now with the CNN and Fox News and the decision desk and AP... All it is is pretty much you can add spitting seeds to any of that. The selected Biden We're just as, as, credible. as the president-elect. So all it is is just media companies saying like, yo, this guy's our dude. Yeah. But then again, but here's the, but here's the question or whatever or comment. Right now people are tripping like, I can't believe Biden is celebrating the victory when it's not official. All it is is CNN and Fox News announced him. Mm-hmm. But yo... Did we have the same attitude when the Trump was announced the night of elections? Right. Nobody was saying like, yo, Trump, be quiet. Why are you celebrating? Let's wait till December 18th. Yeah. We were all like, yo, Trump got it. But now that the Biden's celebrating, yeah. we're like, yo, Biden, you're silly. That's not, you're not supposed to celebrate till December 14th because uh-huh. it's not official. So I'm like, yo, he can celebrate because, I mean, it's pretty, you know, as, as, if, the courts, the, don't, if yeah. the courts don't overturn it. He got the W. So, so far, as we know it, until more evidence is proved in court, not just Instagram videos, yeah. it has to be proved in court, 
As far as you know, it, Trump got, I mean, Biden got the W. Two things I learned about myself personally. One, I know how and any people that are sort of listening and voted Biden or liberal. One, I know how they feel <laughs> in 2016 and like how they thought the whole election was a scam. Um, but I think what makes this the difference is there's been a lot more, and I'm not going conspiratorial here, but there's been a lot more either evidence or just news coverage or whatever you want to call it, Trump, uh, Republicans, media, whatever, that has been reporting that there's been some sort of fraud, some sort of manipulation, corruption. some sort of corruption within the vote count. And I think that's the only thing that makes a difference. Now, I'm not going to go and say Trump's going to flip. It's happening like 150 because we thought it was going to be, uh, if you listen to last week's podcast, some we of thought us it was going to be a landslide. Yeah, some of us did. A red wave. Yeah. But uh, that, that was two things I learned for myself is one, I, I know how people felt in 2016. And so now I could almost like relate to them just a, yeah. a little bit. But two is back then there wasn't as much. And then, you know, so, sort of the theory behind that is they didn't need to pull all these stops because they thought uh, Clinton was going to sweep. But that was the other thing is that there wasn't as much evidence of, you know, voter fraud or election or whatever you want to call it. And whether it ends up flipping or not, I think. Um, one of the other big differences has been the fact that um, conservative Republicans have not gone out and burnt cities as maybe left-wing people might have. And I'm not saying that they would have, but, I mean, all these cities were basically blocking up their windows in preparation of all these uh, civilians coming out and destroying the cities if if Trump were to win, which I think might still happen but i'm not going to go conspiratorial and say it's happening for sure and you know you guys just have to wait but i am saying that trump is up to something they said they're releasing a lot of stuff tomorrow a lot of court orders things like that but those were sort of the two things that i learned about myself um when it came to you know these elections in 2020 the 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 weird part is the trump already lost a couple coordinates so even while the elections were going I think with Pennsylvania and all that stuff, he already lost a couple court dates. So that what worries me, or at least not initially, they didn't have that much evidence of mm -hmm. voter fraud. It's right, more of right. like, I think it's very normal for every election, the losing side will be like, yo, this is dumb. Like they right. cheated. We're going to file courts. Watch. We're going to prove them wrong. Just to like come down their voter base, like, yo, watch us. Yeah. We're going to, you know show you like, how like, they're wrong to this day hillary is still saying like trump stole 2016 exactly and i, I just don't want to be in that position i'll be okay like, hey, biden wins especially after that electoral electoral day I, I think we'll all be okay you know he won fair and square yeah but i think the problem is not all of us <laughs> well i think <laughs> some the, of us i think the problem is for those people that might you know go out on the limit and say no you know he stole it you're literally gonna look yeah. like hillary has been for the last four years and i don't think that's okay that's for me what, what was the interesting part and again my I I hope that Trump wins the court <laughs> dates and strictly because like I don't think Biden being the president is gonna be the end of the world. Like I don't think America is gonna fall apart just because well, Biden you're liberal. <laughs> just because Biden is the president. Like I would prefer Trump, but I don't think it's gonna be the end of the world. But it's more of like a curiosity to see the reaction <laughs> from the media and maybe like the very left side, yeah, like yeah. the extreme left side, if Trump takes over. I just I would like to see the reaction from them, but yes, but for me is is like I wouldn't want the conservatives to go on in a four years or like hashtag not my president. Yeah, 
when for four years the conservatives were like, yes, he is your president. <laughs> you know, if you if you don't like him, move out, move to another country. Yeah, yeah. So now you don't want you know the right to be like hashtag not my president. Because mm-hmm. Kamala is going to be their president in about a year. <laughs> so, hashtag, that's your freaking president. Right. And that's, I think, that's the president that we want her to make good decisions and hopefully really good for the country. Wait, why her? Him? Joe? And all did four you not months? do for the three years, for Siri three years. thing, bro? <laughs> did you not do the, did you not ask I didn't, but you were telling me about what, it earlier. What was that all about? That was weird. Yeah. Siri, so that cannot be just like a random coincidence. So, look, I went on Twitter <laughs> and I seen on the Twitters. I was like four minutes in on the wave when it first like started hitting. People said if you you're, ask, st- you're sticking with the four minutes. Listen, why are you so convinced that it was four minutes in? No, it was like four to six. I saw people put. Well, I'm just saying. Like I saw some of my people that follow post like four minutes. Like their posts were four minutes before, or like six minutes, eight minutes, whatever. It was like I was really early on. Yeah. It. So um, you spoke to when you asked Siri like, hey, you asked Siri, hey Siri. How old is the president of the United States? She would reply and say, Kamala Harris is 54 years old, blah, blah, blah. Tipa, Kamala is the president of the U.S. Yeah. Siri knows. So, which was, <laughs> yeah, which was wild. I have, a, I have a video reaction of my sister. She did it on her phone. And she she says it, and then she's listening. She, my sister's a big conspiracy Nice. Uh, Those are fun. <laughs> no, 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 she's not a big conspiracy theorist. She reads a lot of memes and has a lot of, uh, I guess, stay-at-home mom friends. Not hating on them. Um, but uh, just made a lot of enemies. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, um, what's Sorry, it sis. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's it called? Uh, so she she asked Siri, and then Siri reacts and say, Kamala Harris is 54, and her, her jaw just freaking... <laughs> that's insane. It was pretty funny, well, but um, what could be they the, changed it though. So now, if you ask, she's gonna answer and reply. So they Trump is they just coded it ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting though. Like, did they just screw up and release the freaking coders just a little earlier than they were supposed to, <laughs> or does someone just like trolling and messing around at Apple? Like, hey, let's do this for tonight, and then he got caught. Speaking speaking of it, interns messing up. What about the whole thing about Trump uh, and Giuliani, 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 yeah, Giuliani doing the speech saying like, you think we're stupid? You know, we're not falling for this election results. Did you hear about the whole them making reservations at Four Seasons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So Trump based whatever campaign we're supposed to do like a press release with Giuliani and all those homies talking about how voter... There was a water fraud, all that stuff. So they pretty much told one of their interns to make a reservation at Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Four Seasons Hotel, you know, they have the press conference, big rooms. That was like the idea. <laughs> Some intern <laughs> messed it up and made a reserva- a parking lot reservation at Four Seasons Landscaping Company. <laughs> <laughs> so it was last minute. So if you look back to Giuliani Who's the talking. the intern that did that, dude? I'm out. pretty sure they wouldn't release it because he would never get a job in his life. But pretty much when Giuliani did his speech, probably if voting was Wednesday, Tuesday, probably like Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, I think. Thursday, Thursday he Friday. did his speech. If you yeah. look up Giuliani doing his speech on Thursday or like press conference on Thursday, it's in front of a landscaping company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just hey, hung, they got heck of business, bro. Yeah, they just hung Trump signs on a building that sells like landscaping materials. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a big slip up. Yeah, that's funny. When I saw that I saw that on Twitter, the announcement, 
Tipo, we're going to have a pre- we're holding a press today at, and then they tagged at whatever and then the end said landscaping company. I was like, what the fricks? That's freaking <laughs> they weird. They had to just like roll I'm with like, that. Like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> landscaping is a good place to do it. Dude, I was like, dang, this landscaping company has some dough to be freaking. <laughs> whose, whose grass are they cutting, dude? No, but you think Trump's going to come through with the courts? You think he has an I don't know, man. There's so many things that are going on and yeah. like so many different yeah. um, like opinions of what's going to happen. I, I don't know. But it's it's interesting how for sure like the Trump campaign is. And Trump himself, like, even tweeting earlier and, like, two days in after elections, he's like, we're going to have Penn, we're going to have Arizona, we're going to have this, this, this. Right. And even now, they all are still so, like, sure, like, Trump's campaign, Trump's side, everyone, and even, like, even the all the people that are, like, Trump, the Trumpsters, yeah. followers, they're for sure, like, set in, this is going to get turned, like, my brother. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have uh, seven brothers, so there you go. You have to one guess of which them. One Nobody knows which one. Yeah, you have to guess which one. But um, he's like for sure. He watches right. a bunch of freaking African prophets and all these people. So he's like, dude, prophet said it's gonna be Trump. There's no way this stuff's getting turned around. It's for sure done deal. So I don't know what to believe, dude. CNN saying this, Fox is saying this. Well, Some f- people are saying this, but, but that's crazy. But CNN but and Fox are yeah. saying the same thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what was crazy to me about Trump? Uh, was homies golfing, bro, on Saturdays. <laughs> I, I got too much stress, and he goes out golfing. It, that was planned. It, no, in that the was planned. In the middle of every- off that that people give him crap for golfing. It's like, dude, what is he supposed to be freaking well, working twenty four seven? It wasn't crap for me. It was just very interesting because that was the day where officially all the media got on board and they were announcing. I think like, that was ones. that was, so was a hundred kicking it. That was a hundred percent planned out move. It's like everybody's you, freaking by, out. By Trump, you're saying? Yeah, by Trump. Uh-huh. Everybody's freaking out. And he's like, yo, I'm over here golfing. Yeah. He's like you're taking pictures ca- kind of in the, Yeah, the, the wedding. There was yeah. like he pulled up like a wedding couple taking pictures with them. Really? It's a yeah. straight up baller move. He's saying like, yo, y'all freaking out. I'm five steps ahead. Like while y'all are panicking, yeah. I'm playing yeah. golf because I know stuff you guys don't know. Maybe. I, so it was like a confidence thing like. Why are you guys panicking? Like, yo, let's go play some golf. Like, relax. Yeah. I got this. That was the move. They're like, I got yeah. this. Don't worry about it. I'm not stressing. I got I this think, under control. I think it was more just a, he had a golf session <laughs> planned from like three months ago. And he yeah, was going to go regardless. And there's election day. Lost. Yeah, but w- what is he going to change at that point in time? What, is he going to go campaign again? After yeah, but you're probably going to sit cast? in your office and like and plan what? out like speeches or whatever. If you're like a different no, dude. No, he has a whole campaign, dude. You you have time off. He does. He goes and golfs. Bro, you do not schedule a golf day a day after elections. Dude, what is he going to change? But you do What not more go- work is he going to do? But it's like saying something horrible happened in your life and you're like... Yo, I had this, you know. No, it's not like horrible. Go schedule. Why yeah, is it go- horrible? It's not called yet. It's like but you just I went that, took a I test. Think I think that's the point no. Vice is making. I think media calls it on Saturday. I think it was like Saturday morning. And then Saturday nah. afternoon, he's like just kicking. He's like, yeah. yeah so you're kind of like pictures. it was a, to put I think he just, he just took a test. He had – he. I'm, I'm pretty test? dang sure – look, I'm pretty dang sure he has his golf session scheduled <laughs> with, his, <laughs> with his busy schedule. Hey, it doesn't I'm matter pretty sure it's yet. all penciled in. Yeah. So it's like regardless of what's going to happen, this is what I had. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. I think if you're a president of the – the most powerful country in the world. Okay. And you have elections coming up. And they were going already. <laughs> yeah, they were going. Elections the, are going the, on. The, the votes were already cast. They were still being counted. They did Yeah, that's it. They're still being counted. So what is he going to go do? Observe? <laughs> Again, so that was the a good 
I think that was a no. That was a good move by him by playing golf because he showed uh, like a powerful move. That's like yo, I'm playing. I'm golf. a little more on Vice's side on this. Yeah, I don't think golf. it was pre-planned. I just think it was he it was, was just not, out. You're doing saying it's what pre-planned. You're saying it's pre-planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre. I think it was in his schedule. I don't think he like did it as a freaking like. What I'm th- what I'm saying is like a flex. people. Let's say the media could be like. Yo, Trump is probably desperate in the White House. He's so stressed right, out. Right, right, yeah. And he's like, no, no, I can't let him know that I'm stressed about this. I'm just going to go play some golf to let him know that I'm chilling. Let uh, me give him a call right whether, now. We'll whether out. you agree or not, I think that is sort of the perception, at least for like his base. Yeah, Maybe not chilling. exactly the media, but his base is like, okay, and he's up to something. Cause yeah. he's, like, he's not stressed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, a, I'm here stressing in my house, but he's out here just golfing, you know, his yeah, 18 rounds. He and, got it. Like, yeah, my yeah. boy Trump got it. Yeah. Like, so you, whether it's true or not, it is what it's his base is yeah. receiving. And his whole thing is put off an image as if this. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's his whole thing, but yeah. Majority. <laughs> <laughs> what 99. pissed me off though is how media like rips him up. Is like, yeah, dude, yeah. what? You freaking pull up to work yeah, and that, eight and hours, see, yeah. six hours. Right. What do you do on your off time? Should we put you on blast for everything you do, Brian? Like, what the <laughs> heck, dude? Get the get, yeah. It's but, all media. Like, if you compare like media is enemy of the people. Dude, if you compare period. to Obama hours and Trump hours of golfing, or if you compare Obama. Playing the, basketball, the, dude. Bro, dude. Let's rip him a new one. <laughs> what? No, that's inappropriate. Um, appropriate. A little scratch that. Excuse me. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, no, that's definitely, I mean, it's media bias. Nobody's denying that if one president goes right. and plays golf. Go takes. Who's taking it December 14th? Fuck. This is going to be okay, recorded. So here, here is my thing. I'm, I'm, Don't, I'm, I'm okay, 50-50. we're giving you a minute. It's 11.22 right now, so go. So here's my, I'm ripped. What is that? Apart. Like, apart. Which, choosing Tearing which apart. one? Torn apart. Yeah. Because... And that's going to be a segue. From one side, I want to, I want Trump to win, just to see the media reaction and like the far extreme left reaction mm-hmm. to him becoming the official president. So really want to see that. <laughs> that's but all. It, that's the only reason you want to you want to know who's president. You don't care about the future of the country. He <laughs> <laughs> wants to see the future. Of the country. Really right I now. just don't think the future of the country depends on Trump alone. We do believe in a God, I mean, it's the, leader the sovereign of the God, and I don't think that when Trump, if Trump doesn't get re- reelected, God's looking from above and he's like, fudge, all my plans are ruined. Now, I don't know. I need to get America under control. Like, what am I going to do now that it's Biden? Fudge, I got to work overtime. How am I going to fix the chaos in the United States? God saw people voting. God could have wheeled the people's hearts either way he wanted. And now we, we have Biden. As of right now, things may change. But as of right now, we have Biden. And God isn't panicking in heaven. How can he control America now that Biden is the president? Biden, so is, just a, Biden is just there for a very short four years. So I'm not panicking at all about Biden being the president. So who's going to win? The second part of me. <laughs> God, you're <laughs> you're two like minutes a... <laughs> in, dude. You had one minute. The second part of me is... All these homies, and I feel like majority or, I don't know, maybe generalizing, prosperity-leaning homies, Mm. preachers, pastors, have their so confident with the prophecies and everything, how Trump's going to be the president. 
Mm-hmm. Who's the homie that was laughing today at church? K- Kenneth Copeland. That Kenneth Copeland. Let's talk about that a little after, okay, yeah. right after okay, we finish. So, yeah. We'll yeah. go finish back your to thought and then I'll do my... We just need game. a take from you. We yeah. need. I need a Biden or Trump. I think because of the social media conservative <laughs> chamber <laughs> okay. that I grew up, that I follow, and I try to follow <laughs> liberal people Four too. Four minutes later. <laughs> I just need to give context. Okay, so yeah. then if I don't just be like, yo, Trump's going to win. We just need a take right now, will dude. take you out of context anyways, bro. Yeah, just give me a take. Yeah. Give us a take. Give the audience what they want to yeah. hear, dude. They want to hear Vice's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Who is going to win <laughs> the World <laughs> Series <laughs> of the 2020 U.S. elections? Drum roll. <laughs> Trump's going to be announced Dang. the president of the That's United powerful. States. Oh, boy. Fudge! The day that comes, <laughs> then he said it. I'll be. Oh my gosh! I'm just gonna watch TV all day long. You're gonna replay this 20 times on your gram <laughs> yeah. story just, for the day. But what if the what if he doesn't become? Then you're gonna <laughs> we'll delete this pre- episode. <laughs> we'll uh, we didn't know what we were saying. It was <laughs> we'll pretend it never happened. Uh, I'll just quick and short. I think I have to stand by last week's last week's prediction, and I'm just gonna stick with Trump. Dang man of his word. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah, why? I, I just ha- I mean, you can't a, say because it's because more of like you really a, said all the uh, you, you said all the all the points that I would make. The only con to it, I I feel like, is with Bi- uh, I was talking with a homie about this yesterday, and he explained it pretty well. He goes with liberals; they're a six-year-old. You have to give them the lollipop, and they'll shut up. And I think that's what happened right now. With but the, that's your generalizing. No, no, no. I There's th- some good-hearted yeah, liberal but I people. Think, I think overall, what you see on the media. I think what you see is these people that are crying and all of a sudden, instead of cities burning, people are partying it up. And it's because Joe Biden won. If Trump won, we every, every single person that's alive, if you are, if you are a coherent and cognate, you know that the cities would have burned if Trump was president. And that's the only reason I say that there's the president-elect. President <laughs> yeah. And I, think, and I think that's the only reason why when he said that, I was like, that's very true. I know it's not all 70 million people that voted for Biden – but I think what media sees and what the majority of America sees so, is these cities blowing up. And because of that, it's calm right now. And I, know, I don't know if it would be like that in the future, but it is right now. Yeah, Roman. So you think, they, you think this, is, this is happening? They're just doing this kind of to soften the blow in a way? Who, who is doing this? I, whoever's doing this. Like the reason this is happening is to soften the blow of, say, I don't know, the destruction to no, the cities I, from the left. I don't think so because if Trump wins, it will happen anyways. What I'm saying is... But you think Trump was going to win, right? Yeah. So either way, there's probably going to be yeah, destruction no. later on. I'm saying the silver lining is if Joe Biden does win, this will continue. So you won't see as much like fight or, or you know, yeah. burning down of the cities. From, so you're just giving him like a little lollipop just for the time being, for yeah. like a month, just kind of hold it down and give him a little yeah. time of enjoyment. But we'll see, man. I mean, I was wrong last week, so I could be wrong in in a month. <laughs> but I have to stick by my by my word and by month, my gut. Month in a week, I think it is four five weeks. We're gonna know. We're yeah. gonna be doing this back and forth for five weeks. Everything's <laughs> gonna be coming up, up and out. Um, my take, I have to be. Yeah, the spitting seeds is paying me to be the Skip Bayless of this show. So skip, skip, <laughs> come on, skip, come on, skip. So um, my take, I, I'll I'll go against the grain. Dang. Why I think I think Biden is gonna be he's gonna remain president. Um, as much as 
I, maybe I shouldn't put this out there, but I mean, as much as I would like it, I would rather have Trump. And no, I'm not a whatever. Anyways, as much as I would want Trump to win, I think Biden will remain president. Although I do, I do think there is probably some say corruption even in kind of voting. I don't think it's as much as they. To, yeah. There's that much to swing the votes, even though like I was thinking about this today too. Some of the some of I saw a meme or like a post about the states that had a uh, voter fraud and um, using the same software or something. Maybe you yeah, guys yeah. can chime in and, and maybe you read more in depth about it. But even thinking about that, I was like, dude, a lot of these people that are doing kind of in charge of working, say the software, like tech people that are in charge of this, they're liberals and like most of them, I think uh, I'm pretty dang sure. And um, so they can just freaking add a zero, add a number upload it and boom no one's gonna freaking verify no one's gonna kind of make sure until it goes on later and they have to verify say by mm-hmm. signatures or however they do it now but even now there's no way to freaking track say a vote and connect it to a person you can't even like look up online and mm-hmm. see if your vote counted for that specific candidate that they chose so i don't think it's going to change i don't think there's just going to be enough kind of i guess yeah evidence to disprove and i think <clears throat> it's going to continue on and yeah i think I think f- as of right now, from what we know, I feel like the only argument that seems like legitimate argument that does Trump the Trump does have is the whole software, you know, type of wrong glitches. But what's yeah. also like a big red flag is all these glitches, all these mail stuff, all these change of addresses stuff that's happening. For some reason, a hundred percent of it is benefiting <laughs> Biden. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like they well, never like yeah, we yeah. had a glitch in California. And but and Trump got five thousand yeah, yeah. additional votes, like hundred percent of the time. But then again, it's not, a, not only that, but it was like in swing states too. So I think, and look, because I think knock nobody out, knock out nobody's looking to the non-swing state because nobody's gonna right. investigate California right, right. integrity votes, right? Because like it's pointless. They just leave California, Washington, and Oregon alone. Right. Nobody's gonna, is gonna investigate those states. But yes, it, but I think put a, put the conspiracy aside. You have to say, even if you're a liberal. You have to say there's something weird about like the six swing states. Like they still have one called Alaska. The six swing states that were sort of in play all of a sudden slowly began to flip for Biden. And I know that there's these vote counts and everything, but every single election has been called the night of. And for some reason, like five days in, some of these states still haven't been called. And I'm not conspiratorial. I'm just saying you have to admit there's something weird, whether it's, you know, for Trump, for Biden, it's all legit or not. There is something strange that's like, okay, but why is it taking this long? And why is it every single state that every single American knew was a swing state? So first thing they could do is not to make people doubt the results of the election is be super transparent. Yeah. So let's say with Pennsylvania, with Wisconsin, with Georgia, with Arizona, Nevada, if they did like everyday press conferences, like, right. yo, you're all asking about the 120 overnight votes. This is what happened. Right. This is normal. Yeah. I this agree. happens every yep. year. I think the the big red flag for the Democrats is that they're, they're not being very transparent with all of this information. Yeah. And like very upfront about it, because all it might take is one of the states people comes up and he's like, "Yo, y'all are tripping about 120,000 votes. This is how it happened." And you're like, "Uh, that makes sense. Right, I didn't right. think about it that way." Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're not being transparent and open about it. Raises a lot of red flags, but for them, it might be all legit, mm-hmm. but it seems like they're trying to be a secret, secretive about it, and that's where people you know, yeah. raise even more questions. So my thing is, 
there's one conspiracy theory about like watermarked votes. Yeah, I, saw that. I think that's <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Because that would take a lot of upper people to make that happen. And FBI was the one that was making all those dossiers and all that stuff to impeach Trump. That would be a lot of people to get on board, yeah. which every state prints their own ballots. They hire their own contractors to print those ballots. Yeah. You would need hundreds and hundreds of people to be on board without it leaking. And, yeah, without it leaking too. Yeah. To make it happen. So that's pretty much impossible. I'm falling asleep, dude. I'm yawning. But the, but <laughs> okay, we'll jump from politics. But Go from – let's transition to – um. We, well, we were talking. Vice was talking wrap about it up. profits earlier. No, to That's wrap it up. Saying. To wrap it up, I think Trump's only <laughs> chance is Trump's only chance is if there minutes. were software problems. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, stuff weird stuff happens every election. Yeah, but it's not enough to overturn. We just want to make it, elect. We want to make it clear that we're not conspiratorial. We just we see the side. But you can't, some you of can't, us are, bro. You can't point you, of view of some of, of us are, bro. But you can't yeah? keep saying we're not conspiratorial. And then you have a whole bunch of conspiracy theories. Well, I'm, I'm just explaining. Cause I, well, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think there is legitimate questions to be asked. But I think ultimately I'm... I'm but okay. that's what Alex Jones would say. He'd be like, yo, I'm not conspiratorial. That's not how he would say Yeah, it. no, he's like all in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's Anyways, everyone has their... <laughs> I actually didn't. That was my first time. Everyone that, has their view. kind of sucked, but I'm yeah. glad I got Everyone has their view what's going to happen, and you're not going to say anyone. But, but like I said, the second part is... What's this what's powerful. gonna happen Dang. with the homies? What? And again, with I hope profits? Trump gets reelected. Yeah, that's my bigger desire. <laughs> <laughs> but part of me, secondary, the like the the sinful part of me mm-hmm. wants to see the prosperity homies. Come on, uh, Kenneth Copeland, yeah, uh-huh. YouTuber, something Kenneth Copeland, Trump, like haha or like laugh. And homie went out for a while, like two minutes yeah, of laughing. Yeah, legit two minutes. Solid minute of just laughing. He goes, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and my thing and is, he, I screenshotted, yeah. screenshotted homies, the poster of different prophets prophesying that, yo, Trump is our boy. This is just a, you know, a hiccup in the process. The stumbling block. My thing, like, kind of like the devil trying to <laughs> stop Trump becoming the president. My thing is, it can totally be true. Right. Buzz right now. Trump is technically president elect on you know by as far as we know. Yeah. Not Trump, Biden. Biden. If Biden on December fourteenth, the hundred the two hundred two seventy electoral votes are, are cast and Biden is officially president elect, what happens to the homies? That were that confirmed a thousand times over that they heard from God yeah. that Trump is God's boy and he's going to be serving the second term. That's crazy. Do you dismiss those homies totally? Like, yo, this homie is a Execute fake. Execute them. <laughs> no. Okay, no. Yeah. Well, Death penalty. No. <laughs> I was thinking more of like... Track back? <laughs> I was thinking more of like, you know, try to preach to them and be like, yo, homie, this is where you were wrong. That, well, that that wouldn't work because they just preach back to you. And but how do you explain it? You're like, yo, I heard from God, Trump is serving second term. Don't even entertain January. It. You're whatever. not going to get your point across. To Let's them. say January, whatever twentieth, or what's the look January, it up. Uh, December fourteenth? Well, no inauguration. The inauguration. Let's say that doesn't matter. That's no. Just I'm for, saying let's say inauguration. Biden becomes the president. Mm-hmm. If you're the prophet, the prophesied the <laughs> Trump's going to be the president. What do you say? You move on. That's when you do ties. <laughs> <laughs> World is ending. 
He is the Antichrist. Give us money so yeah, we can you, you buy can another be saved. jet. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. If I was the one of the dudes, I'd say, you know, Trump's running again in 2024. <laughs> that's going to be that's <laughs> going to be the delayed, yeah, delayed was, plan. <laughs> yeah, that's we what were I was thinking. thinking it's 2020, <laughs> but it's they're, happening 2024. Yeah, they're going to say. Yo, the devil <laughs> tie he was the devil tie he defeated, but four years later, giving us time, giving rising. you time to prepare and come to the altar and okay, give no. us your money. Hey, no, no, that's too much. Was, yeah, it's too fast. Oh, dang, <laughs> bro! He was he was getting into. Uh, I don't know what's considered blasphemy, but I don't want to cross the was, line. I think, but um, some of those homies yeah, are shady, close. though. I think I some think of those I think you have to most of those guys are shady that that predict things, dude. The Bible says, "Check, check the guy, check the prophet." That's not what it says. I'm paraphrasing. Test the prophet. No, <laughs> Test it the is. prophets. No, check it their does. word. If it's if it's false, if it doesn't come to fruition, don't listen to those guys. Yeah. First of all, the the fallacy or the problem I see with people with homies that that talk to you about all these prophets or that the guys that listen to all these prophets is that they take these prophets' word over the actual word of the Bible, which. Are you guys listening? Yeah. I'm preaching <laughs> over the actual word of the Bible. And okay. so these prophets are their actual freaking like, like the law, the constitution for them, Yeah, which is annoying because that that's not the way right, it should right. be as a Christian, as a new believer. It should be the word period. And yeah. then you should listen to leaders. First of all, in your local church, second of all, say overall governing you third of all, say these preachers that you literally have, no relation to you literally have like no personal relation to okay oh this is live i know you have to go over there that's bit. wild yeah. i'm just taking a picture that's all you're going it's my bad you were preaching and i freaking <laughs> interrupted <laughs> yeah, with the picture your wife said no you're not at the podcast and you said yes i am i'm going <laughs> to you a picture and here we are so let's this, this is for the grams this, this is this is what carl lentz should have done but he didn't because he was that's powerful. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I interrupted I, you. I, I thought agree, you were going to no, keep talking. I, I agree with Roman. But Roman didn't finish. Oh, okay. Sorry. I what think he's done. So, okay. How does a prophet in, not agree with the Bible? Because the Bible doesn't talk about Trump being a president. So, how do they disagree with the Bible? That's what I'm confused about. Who? You're saying all these prophets, instead of listening to the word. No. Uh, instead of listening to the, the prophets. Fo- he's talking about the followers of the prophets. Yeah. He's okay, should first focus on the word and not what the prophets yeah. tell them and preach to them. But instead, they focus more on what these guys, these dudes that literally have no relation to them, say, and then they just hang their hat on that and, and freaking ride until those guys ride them into the dirt. But mm. but the Bible does talk about, mm. you know, that there are prophets and there are faithful yeah. prophets. You're supposed to so check them. How? Like this. <laughs> the fruits of their labor. What they've done before. And if I, I guess, but then again, if you look at all of them and what they've done before and the fruits of their labor, you should be able to see. Pull out the passage that it says t- test prophecies and we'll oh read a word for word. We warning. can't, dude. We, don't have to, we still have to talk about sports. We will, but this is good t- about test prophecies. And because that, the reason why is because it's important to me. Because I, okay. and it's more of like, I guess, more personal. But I always have. I feel like you have a vendetta or like a little. Uh, <laughs> like someone prophesied yeah, something over like him. He's like, you have a thorn in your side about some like prophets know, or something. I don't know if that's what the passage is. <laughs> 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 the passage is correct, but I don't think that's what it was meant for. But testing the spirits, the early church. No, that's not. Just a Bible passage. Look up. 
Testing prophecies and do Bible pa- Bible. Sorry, I'm not Jamie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> do not despise prophecies. Yes, this one. Click on it. Bible Gateway. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. That's it. That's a, that was the end of the chapter. That's a very um, broad. So my thing is, and when it comes to prophecies, and I don't want to mistake in like, you know, blasphemy, cross of blasphemy line, and I don't think this is, but when it came to prophets, I don't know who was the, how I was raised, but I always viewed them as like, Hey, the prophecy is cool. Let's see if it happens. And then if it does happen, what you said is going to happen, then that's cool. Like, I'll give you credit that you're legit. And that's what kind of passage says. And it's not very, you know, we're not being, you know, big language studies here. But but test everything. Hold fast. So if somebody says, yo, you know, the key, Kenneth, homie, laughs on the stage for, you know, a whole minute and saying Trump's going to be the president. My thing is, I shouldn't put my all my resources or all my eggs in one basket because the prophet said that Trump's going to be the president. I feel like my attitude should be is like, oh, that's cool that you said that. Let's wait and see if it's true. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't plan my life around what some prophet said is going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like that's a little bit too extreme. At what point should you take prophets seriously and say maybe change your life decisions according to the prophecy? So when do you when should you change your life, let's say approach or decisions because of a prophecy, and when should you ignore it? Not ignore it, but more wait for the results before you do anything. Because if you just wait every time, then kind of what's the point of a prophet? Because every time you prophesy something, you're like, cool. Talk to you on December 14th, and that's it. Or should you be like, yo, this guy's legit. I should, you know, bet all, go all in on Trump now or whatever. So, yeah, that's like an internal challenge conversation, debate that I have within myself is when do I trust a prophet and when do I wait, quote unquote, test a prophet to see if he's legit? Because he could be even kind of Copeland. Maybe he predicted seven things before that and they were legit. And what if he's mistaken about Trump? So it's a little rant from my end on far as prophets. I have a hard time going all in. I can say maybe on most prophecies or most prophets to go all in because of a prophecy, especially a homie that has four private jets and, you know, prophesying things. I'm kind of like, I saw, I saw a meme today. He says, <laughs> what is Ka- Kenneth how do you pronounce Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. What is he gonna do if somebody names and claims one of his <laughs> private jet, one of his private jets? <laughs> Has to give it away, man. Kind of like naming, claiming uh-huh. the prosperity gospel, yeah. and you're like, I believe God wants me to have one of Kenneth's private jets. What would he do? He has to give it to you. He has to. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that was a joke. I missed it. Yeah. Good. But I have hard, I have a hard spot, or I have a hard feeling towards prosperity gospel homies. And if you want to look into a more, look up. I think it's an Amazon, maybe on YouTube, but I believe it's an Amazon, maybe on Netflix already Netflix, too. I think. Uh, American Gospel. Just yeah, look up Netflix. American Gospel mm-hmm. and watch that documentary. 
it's pretty revealing a little bit of behind the scenes yeah. of a lot of these homies. And yeah. But then if all these homies start prophesying things, I kind of, I have an approach of let's wait and see if it's true or not before going all in on it. Yeah. I think, I think if, uh, these people that follow these prophets, are you listening? I am. Are you think, get off the phone. I think if people took what you just said and applied it to prophets that they are believing about these elections and everything, these people that are following these prophets would not be following the prophets right now. So saying they're not going to listen to me. Yeah, they're <laughs> not going to listen to you. Fudge. So he, he challenged their point of view, and they saw them. Yeah, so ten I, minutes I, wasted. Because <laughs> yeah, how, how did you come to a conclusion of not following these prophets? Okay, today? so for me, one one don't, point. Don't go on like a twenty minute thing. No, <laughs> one wanted, like, one why? point. Yeah. No, no. If you're the homie that's all in on the prophecies, eleven forty-five. You got watch, one minute. Watch American Gospel. That's what turned you. So you were a Copeland believer, and then you watched American Gospel. I was never <laughs> okay. A so Copeland what, believer. why were you not? He was only question. he was only all in on Osteen. That's it. Not Copeland. Why were you not a Copeland believer? Or Benny I was, Hinn, or a I was never an Osteen, but I did attend Osteen's church three times when I lived mm-hmm. in Houston for six months. Let's see. And you had to post it on. Uh, You know, I used to live in Houston. (laughs) And I remember I attended this church and homie was preaching and said, people are asking me, how do I become a better? you guys? Huh? How do I become a member of Lakewood Church? And the answer is this. If you if you have attended Lakewood Church at least three times, consider consider yourself a member. So technically, I'm a dual member. Dang. Uh, Lakewood Church of Houston, Texas, and Living Hope Church in Camp Washington. So I'm a dual member. Did you guys see? Uh, on the, it was actually on that clip on that Joe Rogan clip. They looked up prices, and apparently, apparently, buying a seat there is very, very expensive. What do you mean buying a seat? You, you have to pay for like a close. No, I think, I think like it was. Front. I think it was a conference that he was hosting. Well, he does those Not church. Too. I don't think it was church. I think they clarified oh, and really? said it was a conference. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because no. he was doing like a, a stadium. Because I wouldn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> I popped in on a couple of Sundays that, that I was off. How close did you get to the front? Oh, bro. I was like, it's, a, like, it's an arena. Did you touch him? So you're looking, you're sitting at like a second, third level, like uh, basketball court type of stuff. And you, yeah, sitting. but if you got to sit closer, you got to pay, bro. But he had, a, he had a good joke, though. Uh, Joel Osteen, he said, <laughs> you know, somebody was trying to call heaven from new york and you know they asked the phone company how does it how much does it cost to call heaven in new york city they said it's fifty thousand dollars a minute to call heaven they're like man that's expensive but it's worth it calling heaven yeah and go to seattle washington and they're like yo how much does it cost to call heaven from seattle washington they said you know it's forty thousand dollars a minute because it's heaven you know it's expensive and they come to houston texas and they said (laughs) yo how much does it cost to call heaven and they said twenty five cents a minute, and they said why so cheap? And they said oh, because it's a local phone call. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. It's been like twelve years, but I still remember the joke. Thought mm. it was funny. But no, I think all these prophecies, I take it with a grain of salt. Execute them. them. No. Uh, Death penalty. No, no, that's that's way above. But my thing is wait and see. I would I wouldn't go all in on the prophecies. Wait and see. But it yeah. has changed so many guys' opinions about these prophets. Dang. Crazy, bro. Uh, legit, legit though. If you 
if you're all in like you believe can you reach out either, either with a dm <laughs> or whatever with a text message i'm down to have a conversation about this 206-859 don't give him out your phone number Dude, Actually, go ahead, you're a realtor. We're not going to go viral, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're all, he's also a realtor. Uh, 206-859-1863. Can you shoot me a text? And I, ju- I genuinely want to have a good conversation about this. Because maybe I'm way wrong. Maybe I'm way in the blind. And maybe I could hear a different point of view. And I would be like, hey, actually, that's a really good po- you know, point of view that I didn't consider. And maybe you can change my mind. So can you please reach out to me? even if I don't know you about this and have a conversation with me about it, because I feel like I may have a wrong point of view about this and I'm willing to have a, a conversation about this. Mm. Hmm. So we transition into uh, bachelorette or no. shorts. <laughs> One more. What? Oh, my God. oh yeah, I know he's going. I think I had a, a lengthy conversation about this yesterday, but keep the, the summary short, not lengthy. Just a thesis statement. Let's just say the word count is 90% Vasa, <laughs> Ruvim and Roman 10%. That's how it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> yes. I believe mm. I stro- How about this? <laughs> <laughs> you won't go there, Vasa. Here you we won't. go. <laughs> I Come sh- on, skip. <laughs> I strongly believe the Republicans, mm. and I consider myself a Republican. Come on. The vote Republican on one reason alone, which is Republicans are anti-abortion, are being very misguided, uh, like heavily or so word, like heavily manipulated. manipulated. I think Ooh, this is going to get some uh, maybe responses. I believe Trump and Republicans listening. Yeah, we're already over an hour in. We got only like two, three listeners right now, but yeah, keep going. I believe that Trump and Republicans do not care about being anti-abortion. They're all talk. You mean like Trump Trump and Republicans in the Senate, in the House, or wherever? Like they in, do in not politi- care about being anti-abortion. Like Trump, Trump and political figures, Republican political figures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Republicans are in a... The old, every time they run, and uh, propaganda is, if you're voting Republican, you're voting anti-abortion. Or if you're voting anti-abortion, you have to vote Republican. Yeah. And my big stance on it is that's BS. Republicans and Trump, maybe in their hearts they care about abortion, but because of how much it's going to cost them politically... They do nothing about abortions. So Roe versus Wade happened in 1973. There's been several times the Republicans Republicans had president, Mm -hmm. sitting president, a house, and Senate. And they never defunded Planned Parenthood, which is the number one abortion provider company that's making millions and millions of dollars of profits a year. And we fund them. And they're funded by tax money over half a billion dollars a year. They receive tax tax funding a year by while Republicans hold president, house, and senate, and they still receive the money. So my thing is, my hot take is voting Republican just because 
on one issue alone, it's, oh, because they're anti-abortion, you're being fooled, you're being scammed, you're being lied to, they're, they're not going to do anything at all about abortions, or they're going to pass some silly laws to pretend they're doing something about laws, and, man, now that I'm on this little rant, I'll just read one, just one paragraph. Don't do it. No, it's good. No, because I think it's a, it's, it is a pretty hot take because I think a lot of people do see the Republican Party as anti-abortion. And when Trump, even including Trump, he got voted in into being president in 2016. 2017, he becomes a president. And for two full years, Republicans with Trump hold presidency, a house, and a Senate. And this is what happens in 2017 while our you know, fellow anti-abortion Republicans, including Trump, are negotiating budgets, what, what, are they, what are they going to spend their money on? And a quote from the article. The 2017 House and Senate health care bills repealing Obamacare would have effectively stripped Medicaid dollars from Planned Parenthood. But the legislation ultimately died amid heavily political opposition and the inability of Republicans to come up with a replacement to the health care law that would cover as many people. So in 2017, we have all three branches of government. We can play with the budget any way we want to. We don't need the Democrats to negotiate with. We got all Republicans controlling all three branches. And in 2017, we have Republicans, you know, handcuffed. They're so lost. They have no other options but to spend another $600 million give of tax money to Planned Parenthood. And by 2016, Trump was running on defunding Planned Parenthood. And he said, uh, quoting the article, regardless, he, which is Trump, would defund it because of the abortion factor, which they say is 3%. Trump saying, I would defund it because of the abortion factor, which they say is 3%. I don't know what percentage it is. They say it's 3%, Trump continued. But I would defund it because I'm pro-life. He says that in 2016. In 2017, they hold the whole, you know, all three branches. They don't defund it. They give hundreds of millions of dollars. And now in 2020, Trump releases, before elections, releases another statement. If I'm reelected again, I will defund Planned Parenthood. That's total nonsense. They had an opportunity for two years to do that. They didn't take a dollar away. They passed some laws to make it look like they're anti-Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Planned Parenthood received $617 million in one year. So again, to summarize, sorry for the long rant. <laughs> Voting Republican because they're anti-abortion is a scam, a lie, and a fraud. They're not because... All those people that are in politics, maybe some of them really do believe to be they are anti-abortion, but they're scared to sacrifice their political career to fight for this. So year after year, Planned Parenthood is getting over half a billion dollars of funding from federal money, which is tax money, to fund abortions, body parts, harvesting for research and all that stuff. And yeah, you could argue, yeah, but it also examine women for breast cancer and they provide, you know, birth control stuff. That's dumb. Because my argument argument is if ISIS is killing people but then they buy sandwiches for kids in the village, 
you're not going to say, hey, let's give ISIS half a billion dollars because they don't just kill people. They also buy sandwiches for kids in the village. You're going to be like, no, we're, you know, they need to get, we need to get rid of ISIS, not give them more money because they buy sandwiches for poor people. So Planned Parenthood, just because they do exam women, give them money to hospitals, and hospitals can you know, exam women and provide care for the women. We don't need Planned Parenthood to do that. Which, but because they do so much evil, hundreds of thousands and millions of abortions are being made, and I can't even comprehend of little babies being chopped up in the stomach, vacuumed out, and then getting over $600 million from the Republican Party to their company. That's yeah, I, I, that's personal for me. <clears throat> so yeah, that's way to make. There's a lot of. I wish of I can <laughs> argue. I wish I can do a skip and argue on this point, but there's other reasons to argue work right. to vote Republican, but to say yeah, like strictly for this. Because some people would say reason, like, yeah. "Hey, I really don't like Trump. I think his character is a big stain, you know, to a leadership." Or because I'm a Christian, I shouldn't vote for Trump because of his character, but I'm still voting for him because of abortions, that's a dumb argument because if you look statistically, Republicans have always funded Planned Parenthood and to get, and the last statistic out is... (laughs) Don't laugh, Roman, I'm serious. (laughs) He's the last one out. You know why why Vas is passionate about this is because... He's a father, and I've heard from people that, um, multiple people that I've been trying, and then, you know, unfortunately, they have a miscarriage. And in their mind, they can they literally can't comprehend the fact that people would even want abortions. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the government is, you know, doing so little. And I no, I don't disagree with Vasya because I don't have enough evidence to say X, Y, and Z. And I do think it is a political thing where Republicans will say, here, we're doing it. And when he showed me those numbers that some of the years it actually it goes up in the funding like that's absolutely ridiculous and there should be here's no the funding because some people are like well but if democrats were in power they would get more money from the government than republicans did in 2016 while obama was president planned parenthood got 543 million and i verified this many times over other guys that challenged me on that what do you think verified. about what do you think about say you said all these things but um when you read that Initial first quote, and it said um, Republicans couldn't come up with a proposal or a program to substitute what is going on right now. Like they attempted to do it, but they <laughs> they couldn't come up with such a program or something. I'm sure. It's, I think it's a political jargon. So you think if they they just they didn't try hard enough because yeah, hey, we're getting 100%. our pockets coded. Yeah, don't really care. A hundred percent. All pretty much what they couldn't come up with is pretty much the plan was this: Planned Parenthood. They provide other services. So what's, other, your, what's other, your solution to? Uh, you cut you cut away Planned Parenthood. You take away funding to Planned Parenthood. What is your solution to substituting these programs to say it is hospitals in, under it's my, Medicare? So a lot of this money is co- is Planned Parenthood. Okay, so what do you do with hospitals, Medicare? What they go to a hospital and they have the abortion? So what happens to the kids that are born? Because majority is minority community, correct? Mm-hmm. There is. The, I don't know the, so the how statistics do you, for that. But, but yes, the majority is apparently like if you're a single black pregnant woman, a girl, lady. So what is your substitution? Your, 
rate of abortion is way higher. So what is your substitution instead of abortion? You defund Planned Parenthood. Planned Par- what happens to Planned Parenthood? Freaking put it out of business. Lock okay. up the people that run it. Okay. What do you? What now? Take all, there the, mo- are, there take are, all the money. There are all these babies that are going to potentially be easy. born. Not to, easy. To mothers that don't want to have them. Right? Technically. Provide all the money and resources. Uh-huh. For the woman, let's say, that comes to the hospital yeah. and saying, I'm thinking of doing an abortion. And again, mm-hmm. it's probably a very personal, very deep moment for the person that's doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you can't take it light, lightheartedly. But I think we could make it a little bit easier if, let's say, 18-year-old girl comes and she's like, yo, I just you know, got pregnant. I just found out, let's say, two months in. I'm trying to make an abortion. Instead of going to Planned Parenthood, and nobody's asking you twice. But it's like, yeah, let's do it. Get you in the room. And an hour later, you're out. Mm-hmm. You know what? Here's the argument. Planned Parenthood, what they used to do is before you do an abortion, they make you listen to the heartbeat of the kid. Bro, when I li- heard the first heartbeat and you ask any f- father that did that, when she's only a couple months old and you listen to the heartbeat and it's like, and you're like, fudge, that's a kid inside there. You know what used to happen? People that came in for abortions and the requirement was that you have to listen for the heartbeat before you do an abortion, like 80% of it, 80% of people would change their mind about doing the abortion because they're like, dude, there's a freaking kid inside of me. I can't just chop it up and vacuum it out, as brutal as it sounds. So we know with Planned Parenthood, they're like, yo, a lot of people change their minds, so we have to remove this requirement. So they... Uh, was the word when you go to the government fight for the like, for them to pass the laws lobby they lobbied for this law to not uh, to be passed where listening for the heartbeat is not required anymore who lobbied planned parenthood because it Why was did they lobby because it was not profitable for their business because people would come in to do the uh, abortion which you know they can make money off of and they listen to the heartbeat and they're like dang no i'm not going to so republicans this lost dropped the ball when they didn't go and protest this lobbying Either, but republicans held even let's say i don't know if they held uh so still my office. question remains what do you do with the, all these provide people? resources what kind of resources resources for people provide? that you do not you do not choose abortion they're like hey i know you may be young i know you may be struggling financially that's why you can't sustain you support this Let's kid do, um, and then provide financial, be like, hey, if you don't want to keep, keep this kid, we'll, we have resources where somebody or, let's say, companies or organizations that will take this kid upon themselves and they have finances to support this kid without you, necessarily. And then so use all the money, and we have plenty of money in the government, as much money as we spend on the military and everything else, use the money to fund, to support these young mothers to raise their ki- to help them raise their kid. Um, let's um, let's continue this uh, Planned Parenthood topic. Right now, uh, what do you mean? S- another um, or you want to keep going? No, on? No, no, no. I'm I good. Like I, I just wanted to vent a little bit because <laughs> I looked into it pretty my, deeply. My thing, look, and now, <laughs> so I let's got um, the numbers, got the statistics. I say we do a party. I say we do a party where you bring in two two uh, kind of counter arguments on like what are the options. Because I'm sure you're not the first guy that um, ever wanted to, say, feel deeply about this topic. And I'm sure there's more things on the surface than just people, say, Republicans. Maybe I'm just 
biased or I don't know, being the devil's advocate. Yeah. But uh, I think there's a lot of things, maybe a, a lot more things on the surface than just Republicans getting their pockets coated, not fighting, say, Planned Parenthood. Because if you think about it, there's been so many people to say shuffle through Senate, House, whatever, congressman, congresswoman, that I'm pretty sure felt as passionately about the topic as you, right? Maybe they brought up programs, but it just got shot down. I don't think it's because her pockets got coded or his pockets got coded. I think it's more of just like, what other alternative are you going to give? And is that something that, say, majority of people can get behind? Which is, I think, is the like, I guess the difficult part of doing it. There's, I don't know. I, I feel like this whole uh, this conversation should be for yeah. It's, day because it's more it's one-sided, yeah, because there wouldn't have a, a, like a counter argument. But for me, it's like I'm trying to imagine what could be the argument. Like, yeah, we we would like to do something else, but the better option is is to do four hundred thousand abortions in one year. That seems a, a better option than the option B. So I'm, I can't think of the option B that's better, or kind of or the option A of killing, say, four, or doing four hundred thousand abortions in one year. To think of like, well, that's the best option we have available. Option B is way worse than that. So I guess I can't think of a worse argument. I'll give you a worse argument. All the foster kids in Ukraine, Russia, that grow up without any parenting, that grow up on the streets, that have no opportunity to for anything. So are you saying it's better I'll for them probably, to be aborted? I don't know, but I feel like they're worse off than maybe the ones that are not born. And I think, and I would disagree with that because I don't think you could argue. But what about many testimonies of like people that, hey, my parents considered, but they didn't do an abortion, and here I am yeah, living are, and thriving. Sure, but there's also ones where they grew up in foster homes, went to drugs, drogas, and died. Yeah, but then if you make the argument, then you could make the argument for anything. Like, you know, you're gonna have a kid, just, and the kid's gonna you, get in trouble. No, I know, but I'm saying, and I'm arguing that the argument is. Hey, having kids. What if your kid is a troublemaker? What if your kid turns out to be a super evil person? Death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what I mean. We should, you know, have be optimistic about you know f- kids and we be, should do kids being born. Another. We should do this topic, this uh, conversation after Biden gets inaugurated as president. Because he's about to go or ham Trump. with abortions. When things slow down, he's about to go ham with abortions. Who knows? Um, because I think we're we're literally like two hours, <laughs> uh, an hour and twenty in. Or is it only an yeah, hour? Yeah, dude, we're just having fun. Oh, we're just we're just getting started, man. I'm drained, dude. You drained me, bro. We still got sports. He's passionate, bro. Yeah, that was a passionate argument. The passion, dude. Um, we gotta get like a. But I've heard that. I've heard that from more than one guy, so I'm, I'm not surprised. Like I've heard that from multiple people where they go through this experience. Like I can't imagine why anyone would ever want to do this to a kid. And, you know, that's that. But, yeah, I think this would definitely be an interesting conversation to have. Even bring a woman in. Mm. Bring in. Bring two women in that uh, <laughs> have opposite opinions on it. Yeah, maybe. That would be fun. We put a vice in between. <laughs> <laughs> be the mediator. <laughs> Say go. <laughs> no. Anyways, no, on, we a, should, on a lighter is, note. This, yeah, this, is, this topic I feel like, well, I've, I mean, I feel like, and I'm sure everyone feels like this is a very heavy topic and, I mean, it's obviously a very controversial topic in America and yeah. amongst Democrats and Republicans. And I'm sure 
even Republicans have a difference of opinion on some of um, on this. Some I'm, I'm pretty sure there's Republicans that even support, say, Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people that don't want it. And I'm sure there's the same thing on the left where some Democrats support it and some don't support it, you know. So I think this this whole this conversation we, we can save for for yeah. another day yeah. where we have a little bit more time that we can kind of even have like two counter argument or two arguments against it where we can kind of explore difference of opinion. On the other hand, um, the Seahawks lost. Yeah, that was brutal. And the Buccaneers lost. On a little lighter topic. <laughs> <laughs> Here he goes. Um, who watched the game? Did I you did. watch the game? I watched the whole game. I watched yeah. part I watched of it. The whole game. Yeah. You watched part of it. I'm pretty devoted, but when it comes to my 2 p.m. services, at little He's plug at, at Living Hope Church. Can we can we do a plug before we do? Oh CX? yeah, bro. I need <laughs> for you, yo, Living Hope Church. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Really excited for the future of Living Hope. How long is this plug going to be? Just no. Just uh, why just why don't, are you timing it? Let, let me plug it. Don't let myself plug it. He's going to plug it. <laughs> really excited for Living Hope Church. Oh God. I feel that's what Slavic community needs. I think it's fulfilling a big need in a Slavic I community the Slavic in a Seattle area. What they're going to want to know is how often do you speak? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's that guy going on stage? Because I know I got about 30 minutes. <laughs> Basta goes up and says, 30 minutes. Ah, I got 45. I got an hour and 50. Uh, babe, we're going to uh, Let's go. church home today. <laughs> Have you guys heard about abortions? <laughs> Have you heard about the, what the Republicans are doing today? Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Dang, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be all insecure and stuff. <laughs> no, bro. You're good. I think that's good. You need passionate um, arguments. What were you going to plug about living? I mean, what were you going to plug about <laughs> living hope? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I agree with Vasha. There's not too much of a heavy plug. People know sort of uh, where we came from and stuff. And uh, just being someone that's pretty heavily involved, I'm really excited that we already have like a second season of baptism groups and people are just getting plugged mm. in. And I think the biggest need for the church wasn't necessarily saved people. I think that was a big, big emphasis that our pastor put when he was starting this church is we're not trying to grab people like some other churches are notorious for, Uh but rather just being that light where people who have run from church or have been confused or just been church hopping, you know, they find a home at living hope. And I think that, uh, that plan with prayer, with the, you know, um, with the Holy spirit leading everyone, I think that definitely has been sort of brought to fruition. And I see it personally because I, I help run uh, our baptism classes and DNA classes. And so, uh, you see a lot of different, you know, individuals coming through, but it's certainly a really, really cool sight to see. But it's also like, you know, don't get prideful because it's obviously the prayers of a lot of parents, the prayers of a lot of friends, and it's the Holy Spirit doing what he does. And we're just, you know, the little vessels uh, doing our little part. So, uh, yeah, we are excited, but um, every church is doing what they need to do. And so we're just excited to be so doing get our plugged part. into a local church. Yeah. Get plugged into a local church yeah. for sure. Did you guys hear that the bucks and the Hawks lost? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Let's talk about the bucks That's first. Crazy. Then it might, it might, yeah, the, the Seahawks game was just well, horrendous. Drew Brees, the goat, um, the beat, true goat. Yeah. The true goat beat yeah. Tom Brady today. So not B. He like, yeah, that's not, not B. Like, he whooped him. <laughs> <laughs> he whooped him. Um, what was the final score? Um, I think it was like thirty-eight to three. Dang. Yeah, that's, they got spanked. Yeah, spanked. That's really bad. Let me tell you right now. 
Mm. Saw like a meme of like the it was like what thirty five O in the half and like Belichick is just like smiling like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but then like last but, week, yeah, Belichick, last week yeah. or two weeks ago, I think Pats took a huge L and Bucks won. So you make a back and forth. Also. Pats took a couple big L's, so they can't laugh about anything. Yeah, I think the Pats are done, dude. Yeah, of course. But on, in regards to Brady, I didn't watch the whole game. I watched snippets of the Bucks game. I was surprised. I, yeah, I don't know what the heck happened. I don't know who watched it. A but couple throws thought, the Brady had were like ridiculous. Like homie just like threw it up in the air, <laughs> almost as, uh, as if it's like hell Mary. It's kind of like I hope my guy catches. I think a lot. I th- I saw one of those picks, and I think one of those picks was just kind of miscommunication. And I would assume that just judging Brady and how smart he is and the kind of guy he is, I think the receiver probably ran the round route, wrong route because he threw the ball and there's like two defenders in the area and no receiver. And then Brady's like walking off, like looking heck of pissed, like he's going to two out the receiver. So I'd imagine I, getting I would imagine like Antonio Brown probably doesn't know the playbook. He's just been there for like two weeks, ran a wrong route, miscommunication. But um I thought it was gonna be freaking flipped. Like I thought the Bucks were gonna spank the Saints because the Bucks defense is nice and then they have Brady and all the freaking weapons. So that that was a big surprise. But that's they couldn't they didn't even score a touchdown. But then that shows Antonio you the, like Brown, Gronk, freaking Brady, Fournette all the guys. But then, at the end of the day, it still shows you that every team has professionals on that. And, yeah. like, any week you can swing, especially in, in NFL. Yeah, NFL. It can sw- swing any way. Like, you can't, dis- you know, disregard Drew Brees and his boys. It's like, yo, they come out, they're going to come out. They're going to be ready. They're going to be fighting. So, at the end yeah. of the day, the homies are pros. But I get, yeah, because the, the Saints are Big do- big underdogs, I would assume, because all the freaking hype is literally like Brady and the Bucks right now. Especially they they won the last couple of games, so everyone's kind of on the Bucks train and maybe Saints and like, I guess it was they're a bl- grown men. They're probably like, dang, we're getting disrespected <laughs> out here. Let's just yeah. go and freaking lay one on them. Yeah, and that's what I guess the the bigger surprise is. It's not the Saints put up a fight. That the it seemed like Buccaneers didn't put up a fight. So I understand if it was a, a high-scoring game both ways. Yeah. You're like, yeah, understandable. Drew Brees, you got his guys. But then it's like three points from Brady and the squad. Then it's like, wait, what the heck happened? Like, seems like they didn't put up any fight. Yeah. But what about Russ Cook? Russ oh, Cooking. I had, a, I had a take, bro. You see he trademarked Russ, uh, the Russ, phrase, let Russ Cook, he trademarked yeah, it? He trademarked it. it. He voted for dad. Biden, and then the next day he lost <laughs> <laughs> to freaking – the dang Bills Mafia, blin. But um, <laughs> Russ can't cook against good defense, and, af- and after he voted for Biden was my hot take. Um, Imagine he, if he uh, voted the last, for Trump. He, he played for a couple. He played against, when he plays against bad defenses, he doesn't do very well this season at least. Against bad defenses? Against good defenses, he doesn't do very well. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know, man. But – um. We didn't freaking run the ball at all today. Yeah, like, I, I remember I watched the play and we just, he just free, it was second down. Usually you freaking run. It's like, but um, no, usually you throw. But um, they ran the ball and I looked at the freaking at the line. There's like a fat hole in the front and a gap, a fat hole and freaking b gap, and it's like what the f? Just like <laughs> literally just dump and the guy's gonna go like twenty yards. What's a gap and b gap? It's just the gaps between the tackles and the guards. There's A, B, C. So explain gaps. like you would <laughs> to a fourth grade. There's five guys. 
Yeah. This is the A gap, B gap, or it might be vice versa. Yeah. But basically, it's just a gap in between these two guys. Got so it. then they push these guys over, and you have a gap right here. Or can then can you have A gap and B gap on both sides? It is. That's how it is. Oh. But it, it can even be more broken down too. Yeah. So it can be yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah. No, I. Things but, you learn. But, but Russell, I think is he still in the MVP running? I think after today. So after today, no, I he, I think he's still MVP Top after three? today. I think yeah, he's more like well, because Rogers did very well, Joss did very well. Well, Brady kind of sucked, so he's back down. Yeah, Aaron, off, Rod- on the power Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers did. I very think it's well. Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes did very well too. So it's like it's well, it's, it's Russ, yeah. Russ, Patrick. I, it's Aaron. not tough, but it can be any of them mm-hmm. because they're they're they've all there's like no number one like clear number one like last year. Well, it was Russ until until last time he threw three picks, <laughs> which it was still Russ. But then after today, it's more like two a weeks even, in a row, even, even playing field because all the other guys went off and they've had bad games. Like Rogers had a bad game, Patrick had a bad game, but they've also like played bad defense. So I think it's like more of a play, level playing field. But I I do still think Russ is the front runner. Like today was just oh, he, he got butchered today. Today he was getting was knocked bad. down. He literally got knocked down. I think like sixteen times. But because the race is so close, all it is is he has two three good weeks. After this, and he's again a, a front runner for the MVP. Yeah, but so can other quarterbacks. They can have two, three good. But, Russell but needs, if they get if they Russell get more needs, publicity like the East Coast does, then Russ is going to be forgotten again. Russell needs needs his MVP, yo. Dude, he's he been does. in the league for eight years. Yeah, Russ, yeah, been, yeah. Well, it's almost a decade. Mm-hmm. I still see him as like a young player yeah, like that's kind of like, like build a team <laughs> around Russ. You know, <laughs> it's been eight years. Well, that's like the decade. first time they built an office around him, but now you see how the defense suffers because of that. That was fun to watch. Which I don't the LOB? Yeah, Legion yeah, of Boom was. Dude, was I don't fun. understand how the heck because our D line. So I, I initially thought. Um, I initially, how old is this guy, dude? Who? He's thirty-one. I initially thought. Um, our problem was the D line, but our D line freaking had like five sacks today and applied seven. pretty good pressure. Yeah, seven sacks today, Yay. seven sacks today, and applied pretty dang good pressure, and we still got torn up. Initially, I thought Norton, Ken Norton, our D coordinator, was doing a pretty good dang good job, but <laughs> not dang good job. But I thought I didn't think it was his fault. I thought it was more D line's fault. But after today, it's I think it might be Norton's fault. You think he's gonna gun? Well, that we have like no, Hot there's like no, no corners right now. We have no corners. But today, no, Jamal Adams played. Dunbar's, Dunbar the safety. is before. No, he's not. He's a corner. But before. before Jamal, Jamal Adams. Yeah, he's a safety. But um, Dunbar before, he's he was like considered one of the, not top, but like a pretty good corner. And then he joined our team. And right now, he I think he's doing like average if we go off of PFF rankings. but And then Flowers was doing pretty good yeah, too. So. I yeah, think it's just kind of our scheme and like the calls on Norton, like he'll blitz when he shouldn't blitz and play coverage Yo, when we should play coverage. With uh, Griffin twins, when they were releasing the one-handed guy, what do you think mm-hmm. the speech was? Like, would they be like, well, they "Man, we we"? But then they, they, didn't they release him again? No, he. I think he's still with the Hawks. You think when they were releasing him the first time, <laughs> did they say like, "Yo, we were hiring a guy that has two hands," <laughs> or like, no? Because, like, how do you play a professional sport and you have one hand? You still play. 
Damn. But then if you like, if you're being released, do you ask them? If you're the guy with one hand, do you ask them like, "Hey, are you guys releasing him because I? Are you guys releasing me because I only have one? I only have one hand." No, I would rather play the race card. It'd be better. But off. then most of the team is. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I saw a video of uh, oh, that's bad. I'm not gonna say that's that. messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. What Dang, else? I was gonna say something. Hot takes. I forgot. I think Ked Norris should be fired. <laughs> he might be this week. That's the that's the word in the street. Pete Carroll should be Mister Nice Guy. Hey, I heard uh, you watched the finale, bro. Oh, the Bachelor. <laughs> I did. Bachelor it's or Bachelorette? A, it's not a finale. I, I, what is it? It's just another week, bro. It's just another so week. So it's a whole season ahead. Yeah, don't scare me like that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, so, wait, so what's happening now? Or are we not trying to like ruin? No, it? no you're not going to ruin anything. Uh, you're not well, going to ruin anything. But no, all the but, bachelor, faithful bachelorettes <laughs> or bachelor. But the soggy, uh, But I think we should have talk, talked about this before the sports because none of the girls are listening right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we lost them when you started. When you want on your rants, bro. About <laughs> Planned Parenthood. Uh, yeah, no, way that was no before that. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. I'm joking. Um, what was I gonna say? If any Bachelorette fans are listening, um, what are you guys listening to? Yeah, me? dude, I am. pay attention. Well, <laughs> I'm not watching you, so I don't know. Hey, he, Still, pay attention. Hey, he's dude. tired from his rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got drained, dude. <laughs> I <Higher>, tired. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I worked so hard today. <laughs> Um, dude, on the Bachelorette, the main chick. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Claire. So isn't she like older? Look, yes, she's older. She's like thirty-eight, but she's still a good-looking young lady. Um, I know, all the dudes young, are way younger. Young though. lady. Well, older lady, <laughs> but thirty-nine is nowadays is like a thirty-four. With all the drugs you can take, but um, nice-looking young lady. She's she was brought in. Yeah. There's a bunch of dudes. She fell in love with one dude from the beginning, Dale, who's a fake. And um, <laughs> why do you think he's a fake? He's just. I think he's a fake. He's just like a. I don't know. I think he's fake. What's the vibe? Because I know what he you mean. Like sometimes you look at the right. people and you're like, he'll Yo, come this and like not hold her when she's crying. He'll like. He's just a nice guy. Her. Yeah, <laughs> but he's also a very look, good looking guy. So you can't be a good-looking man and a nice guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> a woman would know. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's it called? So she, like, falls in love with him from day one and doesn't give the rest of the dudes a chance. Like, she goes on different dates with all the other dudes. And she's like, oh, my God, I still can't stop thinking about Dale. <laughs> she and says um, that to the other dudes? Yeah. Well, not not during the conversation. But, um, like, like kind of throughout, she says it in the interview to the people. So all the dudes are, like, pissed off. They're like, dude, we can't even get, like, <laughs> Yo, a shot. Dale, what's Dale, your problem? Yeah, Dale's taking over. Like, Dale's just Dale's just doing his thing. And all the guys are, like, pissed off that Dale's doing this. And so what's the latest update? Um, so the latest update is Chris was like, Yo, we can't. The main guy, the, he's like, Yo, we can't have this. you got to make a decision. Are you going to give, like, the dudes a chance or do you whatever? He's like, No, I love Dale and blah, blah, blah. So she says that, and she will goes on one more date with Dale, and he, she tells him how she feels, and he tells her how he feels. What? And well, how does he feel? He Real says good. He's, he's fake, but he says he loves her and wants to be with her, and like that's the thing he's Dang, looking that's, for. That's beautiful. Yeah, but um, sounds like a finale. I almost cried. No, it wasn't <laughs> a finale. 
But um, so uh, but then the point, the whole point of Bachelor or Bachelorette is the guy or the girl has to propose to one of the dudes at the end of the show. Yeah. Does in Bachelorette does the girl have to propose to the guy? Well, no, the, the idea no. is like it's, no, the it, guy it's still condensed. proposes yeah. to the girl. So two I, I see what, propose. So she's like, I choose you, but then you propose to me. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but yeah, that's how it is. Bro, you gotta get on this, bro. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. That's weird. It's it's not weird. It's normal. <laughs> the left makes it look weird, <laughs> but um, the left, so, yeah, because so, equality, so. Blin. You're making it weird. Like the girl chose the guy. She did. But gender roles, bro. The guy proposes to the girl. So what are you gonna have? The girl propose to the guy? Well, she did choose him. No, she chooses. I think she chooses like three or two, and then two or three. I don't know actually how. I think it's two. Two or three, and then they. One of so them, there's two like two guys. Propose, and then so she decides. Two, two guys to say standing. Yes or no. And no, 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 there's two no, guys standing. Separate. separate. But ultimately, she They're decides who to dates, say yeah. yes or no to. Well, she get so on both her, of them propose? Dude, yes. watch, bro. Both I guess that's, like a, that's like a loophole. So kind of like you have like four guys propose. No, two. And then she gets to choose. Yeah. Yeah, but she's the one. But at the end of the day, she's like the one that They're chose thinning them. out the herd. Yeah. The whole point of the show is you're thinning so out look, the herd. So look, yeah. Um, so okay, anyways, so this all happens. They have dinner. They tell them each other they love each other Powerful. and then um he has to propose so they make it all freaking dramatic like mm-hmm. oh my god she starts crying and there's like a whole scene so like for fast forwarding the commercials anyways he proposes she says yes so now they're bounced and they got a new girl on the show oh, now. what oh yeah. dang so it's not a finale it's, like a That's what you see. it's not a finale so you get like two bachelor seasons <laughs> in one <laughs> I'm here so for you, it, bro. You can so actually join so now. So if you start now, you, <laughs> you it's a, a brand new chick, brand new everything. Yeah. Probably not going to join. <laughs> join, bro. It's fun. Speaking of joining. But my wife makes me watch. That's why I watch. You sound like no, you're really no. not excited about <laughs> this. <laughs> I watch because my wife makes me watch and I do it for the podcast, for, for the oh, material. Yeah, yeah, because we always talk about yeah, it. It's so my you job. Have to. It's my job. <laughs> yeah, you I do get it. paid to do this. What else? There we are. Uh, pretty much nothing. Let's we see what happens with freaking Trump and yeah. Biden. Yeah. We don't care about Bachelorette. You don't want to talk about yes, your ventures? What ventures? No, dude, we're we're just to think this is good enough. Okay, sounds good. I'm mm-hmm. just making sure. What ventures? Yeah, the, the Cliff Haver and stuff, but we could talk about it next, next time. episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, no. Let's hoping for Trump to become somehow a miracle president. Well, we're not gonna find out next week, so yeah. If not, it's not the end of the world. Hopefully yep. Hawks do better next week. Yes, sir. I don't even have a closeout music. Well, thank you, Roman, for oh, hosting I have us. Close out music. Oh, what? Yeah, it's really powerful. <laughs> it's not a song. What song is that? Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about Just it. Play it, because my phone's dead. Good. I mean, bad. Is that a little Nas guy? No. It is. That's inappropriate again. Beep to too late. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Have a good night. Hello.